Welcome to Heard It on the Shark, North Mississippi's podcast for informed listeners with your show host, Melinda Marsalis. Heard It on the Shark is a weekly podcast that airs every Tuesday on the Shark 102.3 FM radio station based in Ripley, Mississippi. Melinda Marsalis interviews the movers and shakers in North Mississippi who are making things happen. By clicking subscribe, you'll hear from entrepreneurs, leaders of business, medicine, education, and the people behind the amazing things happening in North Mississippi. When people ask you, how did you know about that? You'll say, I heard it on the shark. Heard it on the shark is brought to you by Sunbear Studio. Sunbear Studio is a boutique recording studio in the heart of Ripley, Mississippi. When you record with us at Sunbear Studio, we can mix, master, register, and publish your music, your podcast, or your family story. Email us when you're ready at sunbear at jc.media. This program was recorded at Sunbear Studio in Ripley, Mississippi. Hey, Shark fans, it's Melinda with another episode of Heard It on the Shark. And today in Sunbear Studio, I have with me Miss Charlize Latour. Charlize is the co-chair of this awesome event that is held in October in Tupelo called Dancing with the King. And this is their 10th anniversary. They have done this 10 times, and she's come back to tell us about this year's event. Charlize, thanks so much for driving up. I am delighted to be here. It's always fun to be in the studio with you. I love interviewing with you as well because you like to chatter just as much as I do. We always have a great time. We should do the whole interview, like all the unedited silliness that we do. We should just leave it in one year. You know, it would be entertaining to say the least. To say the least. Okay, Dancing with the King is October 27th and 28th this year, and I cannot believe it's 10 years old. Me either. You know, it seems like it has just flown by. Has it grown over the years, or is it basically the same as when you first thought of it? Oh, my Lord, has it grown. So when we started, we were at the Tupelo Middle School. It was, we learned a lot that year, and we were just at the end of it grateful we pulled it off. So it was a wonderful event, but it was definitely one of those where you go, okay, we need to do a few things differently next year. And over time, it's grown. You know, last year, we had over 500 people come to dinner Friday night with us, and we sure enjoyed having all of them. Okay, it came to dinner. So do you buy a ticket to come to dinner? You sure do. It's $50 for adults, $35 for kids who from 11 to 18. And it is, if you're 10 or younger, it's free. So it's a great family event. Where is it for one thing? It's at the Tupelo Furniture Market in Building 5. Okay, so you buy a $50 ticket or $100 for a couple and you get there and you have dinner and that's it? Well, you know, it's a sock hop event, so there's lots of Elvis things going on. It's all decorated up in the sock hop way, and you can dress up if you want to. Okay, even just plain participants, not dancers? Absolutely. So if you want to dress up in sock hop theme, absolutely. What will happen over the course of the evening is there will be performances by Jack Curtis, who is our Elvis tribute artist. Of course, we've already said there's dinner. And then there's great music. There's opportunities to dance yourself if you want to. And there's a wonderful program that includes celebrities dancers who are the ones who've been raising money for us for the past couple of months dancing with their pro partner and our youth competition happens that night these are littles that start from about eight years old going up dancing with their teacher and they're competing for scholarships for additional dance lessons 
And then that's all just Friday night. What happens Saturday? So Saturday night is a lot of fun if you just love watching people dance. Now, there's still some opportunities to social dance, and it still includes dinner. Same price point for Saturday night as for Friday night. But it has lots of performances from everybody, including people like me, who I'm just an amateur, and I'm dancing with my teacher, and we're practicing already. We'll be ready to go. All the way up to we have two-time U.S. Smooth Champions Jim and Janelle Moranto and other professionals dancers dancing with each other. So you get to see a wide range of performances at all different skill levels. So it is just a lot of fun to see all the dancing. Okay, so Saturday night's show is more of a show. You're watching the pros do it. I mean, you can call yourself an amateur if you want to, but you've had lots and lots of lessons. It'll be a more complicated, finessed it's Dance. true. I've been dancing for a while, so I definitely don't look like a ranked beginner. But when you compare me to the pro-pro people, I'm definitely not in that category either. The nice thing, though, is you get to see people who have been dancing for a few months who are doing something with their teacher, all the way up to people who've been dancing together for 40 years and who know exactly what they're doing. Okay, so Friday night would be people like just me off the street who you convince to be a celebrity dancer. And they're not dancers in their life. They're just regular old people who have agreed to raise money for the cause. And they've taken lessons and they've prepared. So it's not like they got out there and just wiggled their tail a little bit. They actually have a plan. But yeah, it's, it's a different experience than watching what happens Saturday night. Okay, and they dance with a pro person. They learn Correct. a routine with a yes. pro. Okay, and then there's youth There Uh, are. We have little starting at eight going all the way up. And so when you see those little kids get out there, it is a whole different experience with them. Some of them have been dancing for a long time. And so you see some of the teenagers who started when they were eight and they really, they make me look just clumsy and awkward and all the way down to the ones who've just started dancing and they're out there for their very first time. That's Friday. The celebrity dancers with their pro teachers, with their pro partner. Right. And then the youth is Friday night. And then on Saturday night is the more professional high level dancing. Okay. Now who benefits from this event? So we raise money to have dance lessons in the local schools. So we actually go into the schools during the school day. We provide a dance teacher who is a professional dance teacher, not somebody who also just learned. And they go in and actually teach the kids things like partnering, how to cooperate with somebody else. You know, when you dance with somebody else, you've got to learn how to communicate and cooperate and and behave in an appropriate way. And so it not only teaches great skills of how to move yourself, but it also teaches you how to work with other people. Charlize, I bet you'll never in a million years be able to guess what I have the most trouble with when I ballroom dance. I would bet it's following, isn't it? You're absolutely right. You know, I really have struggled with that. It took me a good couple of years before I wasn't always fighting with my leader. And I'm I'm actually one of the things I'm most proud of is that I really can't follow now. Yeah, so we should take a moment to say, if you are interested in ballroom dance uh, and you're just a regular person, I am also just a regular person. And I loved, you go over to Tupelo to the dance studio Mm -hmm. and you take lessons and they're very, very easy beginner lessons. Monday nights, yep. Yep, Monday nights. You need no skill whatsoever. And you can really benefit just the coordination and the balance. And, but honestly... 
uh, Chris and I have a better relationship with each other once I learn to follow and not try to be so bossy all the time. <laughs> well, if you think about it, just like driving a car, because a lot of people go, oh, that's so sexist, blah, blah, blah. But if you think about it like driving a car, somebody has to be the one in charge of where the car is going to go. If you had two people in the front seat, both from with the steering wheel and pedals, things would go badly. So what what happens is that the, there's been an agreement as who's going to be the one in charge. That doesn't mean that the follower doesn't do anything. And actually, as you get up where I'm at, there's times when I'm leading, even though I'm a follower, because as the figures change, sometimes where you are changes. But at the beginning, we've got to designate this person's in charge or things go badly. And so then for people like you and me who are high energy, high functioning, I've got to get stuff done, people all the time, it's a very different experience, but it's also really relaxing when you let go and you're like, I'm not in charge of whether or not we run into the wall. That's not my job. Absolutely. I found that exact experience to be true. It's not sexist It's all, at all. It's relaxing. It's like, oh, I don't have a job here except to just follow whatever you tell me to do. It's right. awesome. And, you know, the other thing is I still go to the beginner classes on Monday because I go and I, I play whatever role is needed to help make the numbers balance out. I think it's fun. So sometimes I'm leading in that, and that's okay. But, you know, I, w- I knew myself well enough that I waited at least five years before I let myself lead because I knew that that would be, in a lot of ways, more comfortable for me. And what I really needed to do was focus on becoming a great follower before I added something else. That dog will preach. <laughs> If there's a preacher out there listening to this, that's a great sermon. you got to be a good follower before you can be a good leader. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. And hard one to learn for us. Very aggressive women in the world. Well, and it also tells you why it's harder for the leaders at the beginning because they don't follow. And so they don't have that background and experience that, to translate over into leading. So it's really hard at the beginning to learn how to lead. Yeah, so I hope we're, we're talking uh, that... There are people out there listening who have thought about ballroom dance and have been interested. Seriously, it's a fun pastime to do. And there are events in the area like this one where you can go watch and see where you're going. You see what your goal is. And you then can get in on that fun and be one of the celebrity dancers, one of the youth dancers. You can't be too young to do this. I mean, or too old. We definitely have people in their 70s that are still out there dancing and having a great time. And so I am going to make this a plug for the dance studio. The dance studio is at 108 North Springs street beginner classes are monday nights at 6 30 and it's five dollars a person so it's very affordable absolutely and then okay so let me get circle back around to what we're supposed to be talking about so (laughs) you guys take this money and you go into school districts and you teach students at school to ballroom dance yes to partner dance. We don't call it ballroom so much because people think of ballroom as waltz. A lot of times what we're teaching is more cha-cha and swing. It's partner dancing. So if you think about it, all the same things apply. We can just put it to music that is a little more inviting and for where the kids are at. You know, if I come in and play Frank Sinatra, they're not necessarily going to go, oh, that's cool. But we can come in and play something that's a little more current and say, we're going to dance to this. And the kids go, oh, I like that. I want to dance to that. That is such a worthy cause. I I absolutely love that. How many schools are you in? We were in five last year, and we're negotiating now. It looks like we're going to be in eight this year, so it's definitely a growing program. That is great. That's good. And you don't want to grow too fast because you get too big and it's too unwieldy. We have two dance teachers in training at the studio so that we can grow because our biggest holdup has been having enough dance teachers. Okay, Charlize, I want you to tell me when it is 
And where to find you online? So October the 27th is the Sock Hop. October the 28th is the Show Dance Spectacular. All of the information is at dancingwiththeking.com. Or on Facebook, you can find us at Dancing and Singing with the King. And singing. You'll have to come back and do a singing one. I would love to come back and do a singing one. All right. So Dancing with the King, October 27th and 28th. Tickets are $50, and they do include dinner. If you're 11 to 18, they're $35. If you're 10 and under, they are free. Great family event. Great family event. And what are you dancing this year? I'm dancing a bolero. A bolero? That sounds really complicated. <laughs> oh, it's a lot of fun. And it's it's the great mix between smooth, which is your waltz tango funk trot, and rhythm, your rumba cha-cha. It has elements of both, so it gives me the opportunity to be very versatile. Okay, that is fantastic. You guys get out there and go buy your tickets. Charlize, thank you once again for coming to the studio to talk to me. Always a pleasure. Now, Charlize, I know events like this take a lot of sponsorship and a lot of financial help to make them profitable. Do you have sponsors this year? We absolutely have sponsors. We always want to thank our presenting sponsor, the Tupelo Elvis Fan Club. We have other sponsors that are wonderful, and there is room to be a sponsor, which also comes with tickets. If you're interested in that, please fill out the contact form on our website, dancingwiththeking.com. Okay, Shark fans, that's it for this edition of Heard It on the Shark. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. to find out what's going on with our local community leaders. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion for an interview, or if you want access to this interview, go to our website, shark1023.com, and click on the podcast tab. Keep it tuned to the Shark 1023, and have a great rest of the day. Thanks for tuning in to our daily programming. All of our programs are released as podcasts on the major podcast platforms where the information can be downloaded and shared for months. If your business or organization would like to take this unique opportunity to sponsor a show that not only is broadcast as a radio program, but also a podcast, give the Shark 1023 headquarters a call at 662-837-1023. Imagine your commercial in this space every week. Give us a call. This show is made possible by JC Media LLC in Ripley, Mississippi. JC Media owns the Shark 102.3 Classic Rock FM radio station where the show is hosted and Sunbear Recording Studio where the interviews are recorded. We need your feedback and support. If you listen to the podcast on a player like iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Amazon Music, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. We also have an email in which you can share your feedback. That email is theshark1023 at gmail.com. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite app or stream episodes online at shark1023.com front slash podcast. Today's episode was produced by Melinda Marsalis. It was edited by Rick Williams and engineered by Chris Marsalis. The podcast technician is Joyce Grady. 